Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Well, good evening, everyone. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta of singleinthecity.ca, my co-host today. She's back. Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes. We missed you. I miss you. (laughs) So we've all heard of the American dream, and many of us work hard and devote our time to achieve great success, career success and wealth. But when we put so much time into our careers, what time does that leave for a healthy and rewarding relationship? Not much, you would think. Today, I'm joined by Richard Robbins, the co-founder and CEO of Richard Robbins International, a global sales and business coaching organization. Richard has given many seminars and helped large businesses and thousands of sales professionals, entrepreneurs, and leaders at all levels worldwide to achieve great career success with a unique perspective on how to manage your love life while doing so. He's here today to speak with us about balancing career and love life so you can really have it all. Welcome, Richard. Uh, uh, Thank you, Laura. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so tell us a little bit more about these seminars that you run to help professionals and entrepreneurs balance their careers and love life. Well, basically, we work with a lot of entrepreneurs um, right across North America, and our whole goal is to help them build a business that will fully support the life they want to live, because the challenge I see with a lot of entrepreneurs is they get excited about what it is they're doing, they're trying to make a living, and over a period of time, the business starts to take over their life. And I look at it and say, listen, me, it's fun. Me, me, me. I That's know, me. I know. Businesses are wonderful and they can be uh, very exciting, uh, almost an adrenaline rush sometimes. But you got to look at it and say, at the end of the day, there's nobody that is laid on their deathbed that we have found yet that has said, boy, I wish I had worked harder. Uh, Now, are these seminars run on weekends? Are they weekly? No, we do. They're multi-day events that we do across Canada. We have one in Vancouver in July. We have one in Toronto that happens at the end of November. I just finished one in Orlando, Florida last week. And uh, Sandra and I get a free ticket to the next one, right? We can probably work (laughs) something out. That's right. Okay. Um, So between career and love, is there usually one that outweighs the other? Hmm. Well, it's a great question. I guess a lot of my experiences are from all the things I did wrong as a young entrepreneur, because I've been an entrepreneur since I was 24 years old. Um, and I remember the first six years. All I did was work. I worked. I did the same thing. I like I, I, I think I worked in my pajamas most yeah. of the time, but I worked about 15, 16-hour days. Wow. I would like, I would get up, I'd I'd eat something, I would be at my computer, and then I would be at my computer, I think, till midnight. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's very common. And that's all I dreamt about. And Well, it's hard when you start. You start anything new uh, if you're going to be an entrepreneur. And in all fairness, you've got to put in the time. You you, you do. You really do. Right? But what happens, we reach a point. Especially when you don't have money. Well, you're trying to make money. You're right. trying to survive, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, you're, you're relying on yourself. So you, you, every day you get up and you do it and you do it and you do it and you do it and you do it. Um, but then I think what happens with a lot of entrepreneurs, especially serial entrepreneurs, um, and we work with a lot of salespeople as well, is that what happens, it sort of becomes a habit. It becomes their life. And once it becomes their life and all of a sudden maybe they're not just doing it for the money anymore, they start to realize. Or maybe they just one day there's a defining moment that takes place and they go, you want to know something? There's got to be more. And that's what I hear all the time. There's got to be more. 
I'm sick of just working, you know, 18 hours a day, seven days a week. And what happens is the business sometimes, and this isn't just entrepreneurs, this can be employees, Mm -hmm. this can be management, but what happens is what we're doing starts to control your life. And you feel like you've, you're at a loss of control. And the other challenge I see today is technology has caused more of that than ever before. Because mm-hmm. now it's like we're on call 24 hours a day. And when you feel like you're mm-hmm. losing control of your life, you it's, it's depressing. No question. It's really right? depressing. So what are you, you mentioned you made a lot of mistakes. And that's mm-hmm. how you started, um, started this. So what kind of mistakes did you make? Well, I'll tell you. Because I want to know yeah. if I'm making those mistakes now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure we all can probably relate to this story in a different way. But I remember um, I've been married 26 years, and I have two now grown children. And My, you're still married, right? I'm still married, awesome. and I am happily, happily married. I've always said that I love my wife so much that if she ever left me, I'd go with her. Aww. Okay, that's right. Start crying now. Yes, and that's only because I don't want her to ruin another man's life. But anyway, we won't <laughs> get into that, okay? But I'm... Well, it, and by the way, you should know my wife works with me, too. It was interesting, but my daughter was about two years old. And my office is in Markham, just north of Toronto. Uh, I had a boat up in the Corfus. So anyway, I went up there one weekend, and, and we're on the boat. And it's Sunday afternoon. We're having a great time. And, of course, this is back in the pager days. You know, your pagers used oh, to yeah. buzz, right? You know, we didn't really have cell phones oh, like we yeah, do now. Oh, yeah, remember that. that? Yes. Anyway, my pager goes off, and it seems like it was something important. And back to the dock we go. I find a phone, and I made a phone call, and somebody wanted to see me. And, you know, feeling desperate you've got to go after all the business you can well what do i do unload the boat load up the car and away we go back on a sunday afternoon and i actually went out to an appointment that night and i came home and i just this i had this terrible feeling because you're my two-year-old daughter or my wife right and i had this terrible feeling that i didn't want to do that the rest of my life and that was one of those defining moments where sometimes what happens is you know, when we have tremendous guilt or tremendous regret, which means we've violated our values as a human being, right? Because when you feel guilt or regret, you're violating something that uh, you're going against what you believe you should be doing or should be true. So um, anyway, it was that moment that caused me to decide that, you know, I got to make some major changes. Well, thanks for that. We're going to come right back. We're talking to Richard Robbins about balancing career and love life on the Dating and Relationship Show. Stay with us. Listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we're back. Thanks for tuning in. It's Sunday night. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura, co host today, Santa Caruso from Inside Jokes. We're talking to Richard Robbins. He's a business coach, and we're talking about balancing career and love life. Now, North Americans seem to be brainwashed into thinking that career success will lead to ultimate happiness. But this can be untrue. Uh, You're nodding your head, yeah. (laughs) Why is it so important to have a balance between your career and your love life? Well, it's interesting. There's a gentleman by the name of Sean Acor, I believe. I hope I get his last name right. But he wrote a book, and I think it was called The Happiness Advantage. And I remember this study, and the reason I can cite this study is because I use this quite often in our seminars, and they studied 275,000 people. And what they discovered is success does not lead to happiness. Happiness leads to success. Well, happiness doesn't come from working 18 hours a day, seven days a week, mm-hmm. right? I so. need to listen to this. I need to listen to this. Yeah. Well, we all do. I, mm-hmm. I do at times too, right? It's not like we're perfect. Most of us, we're human beings. We make mistakes. 
you know, the, the secret is, is to, to, I go by my feelings, right? I go, when I'm doing something wrong that's going against my values, mm-hmm. I've got to recognize that inside and go, there's something not right here right now. And what do I need to do to adjust? And we all have that. It's like, you know, it's like we don't need somebody to tell us. We just got to feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit more about your love life. You said you're in a happy marriage and you've been mm-hmm. married for 26 years. How have you managed your career and love life successfully? It's a lot of people, like, and I know most people have trouble believing this, but I can honestly say in 26 years, I can't remember my wife and I having a fight. Huh? What's can, wrong with you people? I know, I know. And <laughs> no, I say no, that everybody no. goes, you're crazy. Now, we have disagreements. <laughs> we have debates. Right, and and sometimes but I'll isn't go. Isn't that boring when there's no fighting at all? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. maybe I'm, hey, maybe I'm missing something. You know, maybe I should be fighting more. <laughs> well, just an argument right here and there, there, like a little. But we, oh, well, yeah, you do a little brawl. Yeah, we uh, nice calabrese. Uh, <laughs> throw some chairs up. <laughs> but I gotta be honest. Members. It's not like we haven't had deep discussions, uncomfortable discussions, all those sort of things, but. Um, we've okay, so never what's had a, the key to not fighting then? Because well, I think a lot of, of people would want to. Yeah, I think. Well, first of all, when we when we met, we had some really cool conversations, and I think the first step in any relationship is going to be communications. And come yes, on, key. I've made so many mistakes. I am I'm imperfect, but when I look at my wife, she is one of the most understanding, caring human beings you could ever meet, and she mm-hmm. she just is. Like she's a very special person. I got very lucky. Um, and then I met her before we started this company together, which was 20 years ago. It's actually our 20th anniversary now when we started the company. And we decided we we're going to open a company together because, again, we have very different strengths. So I'm more front stage in the company and she's more backstage. Like she's back running everything, looking after the whole deal, right? Um, and she, in all fairness, works harder probably than I do because I'm on the road a lot and that sort of thing. So I look at it and say, to me, it's having complete respect for who the other person is and allowing them to be who they are, not trying to turn them into who you want them to be. So you said that your wife is really a great person. Mm-hmm. She's kind. She's amazing. But that's for, for some men, that's just not enough. Possibly. It is for me. Yeah. yeah. And that's great. We need more of you. Well, <laughs> well you look and you say, well... Everybody's got to find somebody that fits them, right? And I think I, I and I truly believe that a lot of people do not. No, I they think they don't find the right person for themselves. No, and that's they why settle. there's so much. Yeah, they settle. They settle too early, right? And that's why the divorce rate is on the rise. Right. Yeah. And and how many people don't leave a terrible marriage for fear of not finding somebody else? That's right. Which yeah. is number you, one. You think about it, you're going, that's crazy, right? And I get it. But on the other hand, I'm thinking like you're you're willing to sacrifice the happiness of the rest of your life. That's right. Oh, wow. It's disturbing. I Sorry, one woman asked me, so she's known me for like my almost my whole life. And she said, so why did you divorce? And I said, because I wasn't happy and I had settled. And she goes, but we all settled. And I said, but why is that okay? <laughs> it's like, what? But we all settled. But we all, what kind of answer is that? You can't, I mean, do whatever you want. But he clearly, he expects, when he comes home, he wants to see his wife stirring food on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to see that too. I just don't see it. But <laughs> I'm but I'm good because I know who she is, right? Now, she's a great cook. But you know what I'm saying? Does it have to be the 44 seconds that you walk in the door that she's stirring a pot? Like it's almost obscene the kind of demands. Like I I know what you're saying. Yeah. I know, you know what I mean? 
But um, so how do you recommend that people prioritize then? Well, what my wife and I have done, and I can only speak from experience, and this is some of the things we teach. And remember, we do an event, my wife's there, so people see us together. Every other week I do interviews for my coaching members, and I'm interviewing uh, somebody down in Orlando that they, her whole, her whole job is to find the greatest date nights. And she, she's, she's written in magazines and books right. and blogs, and it's all about the best dates you could ever go on, right? Wow. And so... To me, what my wife and I do can is... we have her on this show? <laughs> you could have her on this show. And she's she's amazing. She's very well-spoken. So is I can, it just for that market? No, no, no. She uh, she does figures out dates all over the place. Oh, okay. okay, we need to take a break. We're going to come back to how you uh, recommend people prioritize their uh, love life and careers. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Richard Robbins, Balancing Career and Love Life. We'll be right back. Back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And we're back. Thanks for tuning in. What a great show here. We have Richard Robbins, a business coach. We're talking about balancing career and love life. I'm Laura Bellotta, and my co-host is Sandra Carusi. Before the break, we were talking about how to prioritize your love life and, uh, Richard was in the middle of talking, and I had to rudely, sorry, go, because we had to go to break. You had to pay the bills, yeah. right? I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so continue, please. Well, I think everybody can do it differently, but one of our teachings, and everybody's heard this before, but every, like it's like, do you spend time together every week, just the two of you, face to face? Nobody else. So... Now, you've heard the whole concept of a weekly date night. Yes, so and that's important. It's, mm-hmm. it's like hugely important. So here's an example I see. I remember when we had kids, um, I said to my wife, I said, you know, now we have two children. And what sometimes happens is your focus starts to become in your children. What is more important, the person you're in love with, the relationship or work? So first of all, you got to decide that. Ooh, that's a tough one. Ooh. That's a toughie, right? Because I don't love anyone. So next. Right? So yours is work. So right now you're going to give us some top tips for balancing your career and love life. Okay. okay. So routines. So okay. mm-hmm. date night is number one. Yes. Right. And then also, what if you took a whole day every week and you just literally spent four or five or six hours together on Sunday or Saturday or whichever day you have off and you go do something and you take terms planning it. So I'll plan one week. My wife might plan the next week. Richard, here's the thing. Some guys, I honestly cannot, most guys, I'm going to go with almost 99% of guys I know, no, not that many, (laughs) would not sit there and make a list. I'm sorry, but I don't know if they would. Would they? They might not. So you look at it and say, if you're not going to make a list, can you just say, okay, let's. So here's one little example. At 5 o'clock on Friday when I'm in town. Now, I travel for a living, so I'm not always in town. But we have a ritual. So ah, that's rituals, a yeah, you rituals, yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. and I must admit, sometimes my wife said, "When are you going next?" <laughs> it's so true. That's good though. Yeah, no, it does work. And my guy's away right now. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, and she's really independent. She's got her sister she hangs with, and that's all great. And and I like being alone. I'm a bit of an introvert, so I'm good sitting on a plane, sitting in a restaurant by myself as well. But if I'm in town, uh, we meet. We we both work together, so we leave the office together. But we go to a restaurant at five o'clock and. Fridays. Now you're probably thinking five o'clock on Fridays. That's fun. That's, but we go and we go and we have the same table in the same restaurant if we're in town. 
And now I joke with a guy who owns a restaurant. I said, I own this table. If anybody else wants it at five, I'll sell it to them. Okay? Uh. <laughs> I want 30 bucks for my table. And we sit there and we have a few glasses of wine and we have a nice dinner and we talk about the week and what do we want to do this weekend. So it's a great way to end the week. You know what I mean? Wow, that's Mm -hmm. so cool. And how about showing your partner unconditional support? Very important. Yeah. Well... Again, I'm, I guess I'm sitting here being perceived as an expert, and I'm far from an expert, but my, my theory is, is why on earth would you marry somebody and then try to make them become something else? Right? Yeah, but maybe, maybe they supported you in the beginning, but they got tired of, like now with my business, Single in the City, my boyfriend's at a point where he's like, I don't want to hear about it anymore. If it has something to do with Single in the City, I just want to hear about it anymore because he says that's all I talk about. So right. I think it's partly my fault. Well, it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you the truth, <laughs> I need right? your help. So he might be sitting there and you, and you need to hear that and think, well, you want to know something? Maybe that is an issue and maybe mm-hmm. I better stop talking about it a little bit more, whatever the case is, right? Because I think we all do that. Like my wife and I, here's what we did. I remember years and years ago, we thought, well, we're working together. So here's the deal. When we go out for dinner, date night, we are not allowed to talk about work. Yeah. That was a rule. And we had that rule for about three weeks. And every time we went out for dinner, it was like, well, what are we going to talk about? We can only talk about the kids so long, right? We can only talk about the house <laughs> so long. So finally I said, why can't we talk about work? And she said, well, because we talk about work at work. And I said, but we love our work. You like it. I like it. We enjoy it. So it's, it's setting boundaries, right. right? So we decide if we want to talk about work, we can talk about work. We can talk about whatever we want. How about making certain rules like don't use your phone past 7 p.m.? What about those kind I, of rules? Do you believe in that? Yeah, no screens. That's or what we call it. Or how about not no bringing screens. your phone to bed? Do you think people should bring their yeah, phone to bed? Yeah, these are big questions yeah, here. I know. We don't, we don't take our phones to bed. No? It, it, because, think about it. Like, first of all, do you really think there's any benefit to having a phone beside you in bed? Um, Other okay, than but I like reading re- a lot. On your phone? On your yeah. Phone? Get a Kindle. I have that. Then I know. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm an idiot. And I even have those cool little cute, I, they're called yeah. pads or whatever. They're little one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I don't idiot. use my phone in bed. No. I turn it off. I don't want the radiation getting to my head at yeah. night. Yeah. I put it in the bathroom. That's and I a, plug that's it a in. Idea. I plug it in yeah. the bathroom. I put the alarm on. And main reason is because it forces me to get her to bed to turn the alarm off and I'm up. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you help at home with the 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 house duties? Yes, but it's He's like, the no. heavy stuff. Like bring <laughs> wood okay. in. We need That's wood. Okay. Uh, There's no uh, you know, changing all the here. light bulbs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anything that my wife calls it blue and pink stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know she covers the pink. I got to cover the blue, right? Oh, I love her. Yeah, and she'll uh, she'll make me up a list when there's a bunch of blue things that I might not notice. Now, do you think that people <laughs> should keep their work and love life separate? Mm, I'm not convinced. I don't know if it's, I, I just don't know if it's possible today. Yeah. You know, one time they talked about that, right? But you look at the world we live in and everything seems to flow together today. You know, we carry a phone in our pocket that's always about work or our family or whatever's going on. So it's like we're so connected. And, they, and everybody goes, like, I, I see people talking about, like we talked about before we went on the air about social media. And everybody's going, oh, well, this is crazy. You know, everybody's on their phone all of the time. I'm going, do you think you're going to change that? No, no. I find those like it, uh, some 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 of those Insta stories are so annoying. I don't I mind them here and there, but like it's just they're constant. Like I know, but it's like we're not changing that world. Right. Okay, yeah. that that horse has left the barn, everybody. It's so true. Like the phone it's now so right. 
is the center of everybody's universe. Yeah. I'm, and I think in 10 years from now, we're going to have robots. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're all going to be, our heads are going to be. Well, I want robots to do the blue jobs around my house. Yeah, <laughs> I think we all do. Okay, we need to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some ways that a good relationship can enhance your career. Uh, you're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Stay with us. Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we're back. Thanks for tuning in tonight to the Dating and Relationship Show. We're talking to Richard Robbins about balancing career and love life. Richard is a business coach. My co-host today is Santa Cruci, and I am Laura Bellotta. We're going to talk about uh, some ways that a good relationship can enhance your career. Because I know that they say... The secret to a successful person is uh, having a supportive partner. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. I would agree 100%. Mm-hmm. Because if you have somebody that's supporting you all of the time, then you're not sort of fighting what's going on in your life where somebody wants something else. So, and you, if you, I think there's a study or something that you had already talked about. Or mm-hmm. Married men were reported to work 400 more hours per year than single men of the same background. Right. This is because, according to Harvard Business Review, the absence of drama at home gives them greater emotional and cognitive vigor to bring to the workplace. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You know, and I was actually surprised when I read that. That's because amazing. Yeah, they work more hours, and that's what surprised me about it. But then I started to think about it. I go, well... It might be true because, you know, my wife has no problem with me working long hours. She, it's not like she's, oh, I want you home at 5 o'clock. If I want to work till 7.30, she, you know, I'll just say, hey, I'll be home around 7.30. And she goes, okay, that's great. You want to have dinner then? Or, you know, or what do you want to do? Or, so I can see that because think about this. If you have a part of your life that isn't very good, let's say you really struggle with your weight or you really struggle with a relationship, uh, but there's something in your life that is negative, and it's violating your values. What gets your attention? That, right? Because mm-hmm. you're thinking about thinking it. about that all the time. Especially if you have an obsessive behavior, like myself, for instance, I obsess over things. Right. So that would get your attention. Mm-hmm. Right. So you look at that and you say, well, that means that when I go to work, if my relationship is not so good at home, or if my wife has expectations of me that I'm struggling with, guess what I'm thinking about? I'm probably thinking a lot about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if that's getting my mental attention and my emotional attention for that matter mm-hmm. then chances are I'm probably not as productive am I right or if yeah. I go to work and I and I had a great morning with my wife or boyfriend girlfriend whatever the case is and when I get to work I'm probably in a really good place I'm mm-hmm. going hey, this is really cool right yeah you're positive everything you're, positive, you're yeah. excited right mm-hmm. so you can see how and I would suggest the opposite too if things are really bad at work it's going to be really tough at home because mm-hmm. you're not happy Mm-hmm. Right? Remember, happiness leads to success. Success doesn't lead to happiness, based yes. on that study that was done. Mm-hmm. So it sort of makes a lot of sense to me, actually. Mm-hmm. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, I just, uh, there's a, um, a quote that I carry with me, and uh, I love it. And we talk about it on the show probably every other week because I just go crazy, and I know you're going to just love it, too. And that is the relationship between relationships, good relationships, and health. Mm-hmm. And very similar to what you say, the relationship between business and relationships, there's one similar to health. And you're agreeing with me. Why? Yeah. yeah. Because you're emotionally stable. You're, you're content. You feel good. Right? Yeah. You're not stressed. 
no anxiety, like yeah. all of those things that come with negativity. Uh, and there's also, uh, I read a study years and years ago, I can't remember where it was, but it did say that married people, people that are in happy marriages live longer as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's right? what I'm referring to. There's a yeah. Harvard study that was done over the course of 80 years, and they used four different research uh, groups because the research people started getting old and moving on, yeah. but they still want to keep the study going, and they use these same um, people in the group, and and they were 30 when they started, and they were in their 90s, and what they learned, with as these people got older, the people who felt more pain were the ones who had worse relationships, more bickering, more fighting, whatever, yeah. and the ones who had less pain, less illness, um, happen to have these these good relationships. Yeah. So, but real good relationships are really hard to find now. I know. I like this unicorn he's got going on. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah. I still got. We got a well. There were fact tracker too, right? on this. Man, their work. Like it. It's not That's like true. It's not like it hasn't been work. It's not like my wife and I. We have a lot of conversations. Like, if, if I'm doing something that's irritating her, she'll tell me, but in a really nice way. Mm-hmm. You know, she goes, see, you know, Rich, when you do that, like, you know, it doesn't really make me feel that good. Or I remember I used to introduce her, because, uh, you know, because I'm on stage a lot, and so I used to introduce her, if I brought her up stage, as my, you know, my beautiful wife. And she said to me one day, she goes, you know, why do you always call me your beautiful wife? And I said, well, I like, you're beautiful, right? Yeah. And she goes, I know, but she goes, that doesn't really make me feel good. You know, because she's, I'm your partner. Yes. I'm your business partner and your life partner. And she's more than just beauty. Yeah. And she said, well. She's brains too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and she said, I'd that. rather introduce you as my partner. And I go, good point. I never thought of it. Plus, there's people in the audience too. That she'll probably get more respect from the sense that. Yeah. You know, she's not just a bimbo wife. She's actually participating in this right. company. Yeah. And yeah. she is my partner. Yeah. So it was fair, right? Now, now yeah. what if you're going through a rough patch at work? How will this translate into your relationship? I'll give you an example. So last week, my server went down at Single in the City. I lost it. Like, for two days, people couldn't contact me. They couldn't get on my site. I was losing money. I was just like, that's all I could think about. (laughs) You know, relationship? What's that? (laughs) You know, it just consumed me day and night. Mm -hmm. So how do you get past this? How could I have gotten past that? Well... Mm, I hate to say this to you, but the server went down. (laughs) Drugs. Right. Right? You would have lost it too, right? No. Are you kidding me? That's, I'm like... I don't want to say I wouldn't, but I'm going, okay, server went down, a server went down, okay, let's do everything we can to solve the problem I beyond tried, that. I but I had no control. They no. weren't getting back to me. Right. So you're getting upset over something you didn't have any control right. over, right? yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Mm. And, and we all have those moments, but when I can sit and analyze what you just said, I'd go, okay, at the end of the day, we got, day. we got this beautiful life, right? Live in this great city and the server went down, who cares? Okay, I'll uh, I'll remember that next time. We need to take a break. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show. We'll be right back. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're tuned in to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto with me, Laura Bellotta of singleinthecity.ca, my co-host, Santa Cruz from Inside Jokes. We have a special guest today, Richard Robbins. He's a business coach, and we're talking about balancing career and love life. Now, uh, what about um, even in good relationships? What if one partner's success sparks jealousy in the other? Mm-hmm. How would you suggest that people manage these feelings? I think that's a challenge. Because mm-hmm. uh, if I go back, and I, I still... 
I still remember my wife. It was one of the weirdest moments. I was laying in bed and I'm reading and I, I was reading a lot of books at the time because I was going through that stage before we started the company and I wanted to grow. And so I was reading, you know, personal development books after personal development books. And I could feel this weird energy beside me. I'll never forget. And I looked at my wife and I said, is there something wrong? And she goes, I'm worried. And I said, what are you worried about? She said, well, you know, you're growing and, you know, you want to do all these really crazy things. And she goes, what if we grow apart? I'll never forget that. Wow. And I looked at her and I said, well, maybe we should grow together. Aww. And And she said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, why can't we both be learning and growing and going to seminars and all these things that I really enjoy doing, right? I'm a bit of a personal development junkie, right? Like some people like it, some people don't, but I'm a junkie, right? Me too. And Big I love time. seminars. I sit in seminars and I watch speakers. And I guess being one, you like to study other people. And and so instead of me going to the seminars, we both started going to the seminars. And she started reading a lot of the books I was reading because I read books and make recommendations to our coaching members and things like mm -hmm. that, right? So I can see that being a challenge. We were in a different situation where she could get involved. But let's face it, there's some people that maybe they can't get involved because you've got a job with a company and, you know, you're growing and maybe the other person is as much. So I wonder if maybe a conversation, but then, like, how could you help the other person grow in their way? Maybe it's start a yoga studio or, or whatever they want to do, right? But say, mm -hmm. well, let's Support grow. them. Yeah, let's grow together return. then. Like, mm -hmm. what do you want to do? Because grow, like you've heard the saying, you're either growing or dying, right? And I just, when I'm learning, when I'm reading, when I go to seminars, I'm so inspired by ideas, right? I go, well, mm -hmm. that's a good idea. I could do that. You know, that's a good idea. I could do that. And I've always said that what we know has gotten us where we are. But the question is, what do we need to learn to get where we want to go? Mm -hmm. Right. And how about by giving them reassurance? Yeah. You know, constant reassurance and maybe like a lot of communications when, uh, communication when you are away from the home. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, 100%, right? But I think what you said earlier makes a lot of sense. Encourage them to grow too. Like yes. what would you like to do? Maybe it's not in my line of work. I find that happens far along in the relationship. Like a, a lot of my male friends or even my female friends will say, it's the woman who'll say, you know, you have your job and you have everything and I have nothing. I just have the kids and laundry and stuff. And, and the guy will say, yeah. you know, pick something you like. I'll support it. You want a yoga studio? Same thing. I'll buy you a yoga studio, yeah. mm -hmm. whatever you want. But sometimes that's too far along in the relationship that I don't know. It can be. Yeah, and you're like a handsome man, okay? I'm not Thank trying you. to pick you up or anything, but... Thank you. <laughs> you know, and so there... And I'm sure there have been women that have thrown themselves at you. And so your wife probably thinks about that, right? So, no? I don't know. Like, I... They're past or maybe that. You just, grown. Maybe you just don't pay attention to it. Yeah, maybe not. But I feel that my wife is very, very secure in our relationship. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Now, saying that, but I... But there are a lot of women that are not. Yeah, I would... I've. I have never given her a reason not to be either, that's right? The thing. You know what I mean? Like they're so past that. But I yeah, don't think like, that's a thing. And I, I, I feel the same way about her because my wife's beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. And I very much feel the same way about her. Is that? Uh, and now, do we joke around because I have, you know, you know, speaking in front of thousands of people sometimes? You know, you know, people come up to you, and of course they want your attention and all that. And I'll joke with my wife like I said, "Did you see that blonde, honey?" <laughs> She's like, yeah, whatever. She'll go, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> go, Good for you. Now, what about if both parties involved are entrepreneurs and have very successful careers? Mm. Do all these rules change? Mm. Well, I would say, again, speaking from my own experience, the with my wife and I, the only reason it's worked 
is because we have very different skill sets. And she has a very clear responsibility in the organization, and so do I, and we do not cross lines. So she manages her part of it, her people, that sort of thing. And uh, like something like this, this is the type of stuff I do. She would never want to do this. Um, no desire whatsoever. And she doesn't want to cross any of those lines. So I think to grow together, great. you have to know what your strengths we all got to play to our strengths, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do really, really well that but I don't? So, but sometimes we can't, especially if you're like an entrepreneur and you have your own business. You like for a long time, I was everything. Yeah. <laughs> and there's certain things that I'm not good at or that I really hate doing. And now I'm at a, a, a stage where I, I can hire certain people to do certain yeah. things. But sometimes we, you know, it, uh, like we just can't, right? We have to put ourselves everywhere and it's to, draining. To start. To start. Yeah. The challenge is when people continue that, the business will become their anchor. Mm-hmm. Instead of mm-hmm. grow the business, and the only way you can grow a great business is through great people. Yeah, and I think you have to give yourself a certain amount of time. And if you get to a, a place where maybe it's like 10 years down the road and you haven't grown at all, like, you know, mm-hmm. figure something else out, you know? Yes. Because it's, maybe it's just not uh, what you're meant to be doing. Well, let's face it. It's going to be very hard to succeed. Um if you're not passionate about what it is you do. Yes. As an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Well, we said there's not a hockey professional hockey player that doesn't love to play hockey. Mm-hmm. Same with an entrepreneur. Yeah. If you love what it is you do, you'll succeed. If you don't, not as much. Okay, we're going to take a break. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Stay with us. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today's tip is update your condo evaluation. Do you know what your condo is worth? Because right now, the condo market is hot. Typically, condos were evaluated every year or two. But with today's hot condo market, if your condo was assessed even three months ago, it's time to have a reassessment. Know what your condo is worth. Call or email me for an evaluation and reassessment. I can help you. So they can reach you at hgp at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Hope you guys are enjoying your Sunday evening. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta and my co-host is Sandra Carusi. We have Richard Robbins. He's a business coach in uh, our studio today. We're talking about balancing career and love life. Richard, what is the top advice you offer to people at your seminars and speaking events? I always say that I, a lot of people talk about discipline and you know, the, the discipline to have a date night, the discipline to have a quarterly honeymoon. That's another one of our teachings, right? Is every quarter have a honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And that's that could be a staycation, right? It doesn't have being extravagant. Maybe you just go to a hotel and spend a night or two nights. Um, but create routine in your life, right? Like, to me, life is about routine. Now, I know some people get really bored with routine. However, routine is structure. Yes. So if all of a sudden you say, okay, every Friday night, come hell or high water, we have a date. And one week you plant, the next week I plant it. 
And let's make it exciting and do something, right? Nothing can get in the way of that barring something terribly unfortunate that you really have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, okay, I'm going to work late on Friday night. I can't see that working for everybody, though, because <clears throat> that wouldn't work for me. But why wouldn't it work for because, you? Because, like, I run <clears throat> events for a living, right? So right. I have to have events sometimes on Friday night. So, so then what if you did this? What if you said that's fine, which I fully understand, okay? So then you say every Friday night is a date night. However, if I have to cancel because of an event, I will plan it another night that week. Wow. Could you do that? Probably, yeah. There you go. Oh, wow. But the discipline is a Friday night, and if you can't do it, then you still have to do one that week. There's the discipline. Yeah. Right? That's doable. Right. So, so uh, after being married, you're, you've been married for 26 years. Mm -hmm. uh, do you guys still celebrate Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day just passed. Like, did you celebrate? We did. What did you guys do? She planned it this year. Okay. And... Um, so we do simple things. So uh, the theater in Don Mills, you know, the Don Mills uh, little mm -hmm. mall, the outdoor yeah. mall they have there. I can't Beautiful. remember what it's called. Shops yeah. at Don Mills. Shops at Don Mills. Matinee nice. movie. Yeah. And then after that, there's an Italian restaurant there. And we went for dinner at the Italian restaurant. Uh. And we always do the matinees because my wife and I had to go to bed really early. And we find that if we try to like do what, dinner... Like what, 8? 8 p.m.? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, I'm a huge fan of this couple. I'm telling you right now. 8.30, 9 o'clock, we're in bed, you know. Got I the was dog loving with them, us, you know, we're hanging out. But now I we're, really love you We're people. reading. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and yeah, we're... But now we get up at 5, so we, we like to get up really early. Mm -hmm. For some reason, it's just our routine, right? Like, we're not... So the problem is if we went for dinner first, we wouldn't make it to the movie. Because we'd be sitting at dinner going, ah, let's just go home. Yeah. I want to go to sleep. So we got to do it the other way around, but uh, it's all good. So Aww. Amazing. So is there ever a sure sign that a job or a relationship just might not be worth it? When it, when it comes down to making decisions, um, you know, whether it's am I going to make it to the kids' soccer game or am I going to have a date night or am, am I going to go on that quarterly honeymoon or whatever you choose to do so you can spend FaceTime together. The easiest way to make a decision is to say what's most important to me. Right? Like, the minute you say that the most important thing to me is my relationship. Well, that's pretty easy to make all my decisions from that, right? If that's what's most important to me. So then I would make decisions based on looking after that first and foremost. Now, some people say, yeah, well, that's easy for you. You got a successful business. My wife was uh, deathly sick for over a year. And I hardly went to work. But I just remember thinking to myself, where do I need to be right now? Mm -hmm. Right? And and I'll be honest, uh, just after her sickness and everything, we were struggling financially because we had to get the business back up and running because it just kept going down, down, down because it wasn't getting our attention, right? And it was still going. And, and you know, we got through all of that and it was difficult and everything else. But I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't know, maybe for whatever reason, I, I, I just... I, mind you, my personality is such that when I really believe in something, um, I believe in it. I don't have a lot of gray area in my life, and I know a lot of people do. You don't even have a lot of gray hair. I know. I'm, I'm <laughs> either like this black or white, right? I'm going, okay, is this right or is this wrong? <laughs> if it's right, it's right. If it's wrong, it's wrong. And you might disagree with my opinion, but to me, it's right or it's wrong, right? Yeah. So what do you do based on that 
belief system, right? Uh, Richard, you are an amazing man. Thank you so much for joining mm-hmm. us and helping us understand why balance between love and career is so important and how a healthy relationship can help your bottom line. Many of us are in this pursuit to have it all, and with Richard's tips and advice, it's proven that we really can. So to learn more about Richard and uh, reach out for personal development or seminars, you can visit richardrobbins.com or you can find him on Twitter and Instagram at Richard L. Robbins. We're going to be friends now. Us, yeah. <laughs> Very good. And on another note, if you're single and listening to our show, head over to singleinthecity.ca for great events, matchmaking, online dating management, and more. And um, you can actually join me for a singles cooking class this Tuesday at Bangkok Garden in Toronto. Oh. And also, you can check out Sandra's show, Inside Jokes, Sunday nights at 8 p.m. right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And I have some shows ca- coming out. Check my website, sandacarusi.com. Okay. There you go. Thank you, everyone at home for tuning in each and every week and uh, thanks for listening. Ciao for now.